0: Hello, you guys, and welcome to The Secret Place. I am your host, Rachel Anderson, and together in this podcast, we will be pursuing a relationship with Jesus together. Go ahead and pause this episode and go before the Lord in prayer as we prepare to spend time with Him in The Secret Place. Hello, you guys, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 8 of the Secret Place Podcast. I'm super excited to dive into this episode, so let's just go ahead and get into it. So this morning I was reading John Chapter 2, and I'm reading the section where it says Jesus clears the temple courts, and that's verses 13 through 25, and if you guys want to, you can read that on your own, but just to give you like a brief overview of it, it It's really close to the Jewish Passover, and so Jesus goes up into Jerusalem, and he sees people selling in the temple courts, like, cattle and sheep and doves, and, like, exchanging money back and forth and so forth. And so he goes through, and he's clearing out the temple courts. And he says in verse 16, Get these out of here. Stop turning my father's house into a market. Um... So that's what he says in verse 16. And then in verse 18, the Jews responded to him saying, what sign can you show us to prove your authority to do all of this? And Jesus answered them in verse 19 saying, destroy this temple and I will raise it again in three days. They replied, it has taken 46 years to build this temple and you're going to raise it in three days. But the temple he had spoken of was his body. After he was raised from the dead, his disciples recalled what he had said. Then they believed the scripture and the words that Jesus had spoken. When I was reading this, I had to stop because it kind of hit me in a new light what, what Jesus was saying. So he was saying, destroy this temple and I will raise it again in three days. The disciples said that he was talking about his body. So we know that when Jesus died on the cross, he died on the cross for our sins and was crucified and was put to death. But then three days later, he rose again. Well, while I was reading this passage, God brought to mind um, 1 Corinthians six nineteen through 20, which I'm going to read to you. So in this verse, it says, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. The thing that kind of hits me is the very fact that Jesus says that his body is a temple. He claims that the temple is his body, which would be killed and would rise again in three days. And the Jews thought that he was speaking of the physical building, this physical temple, because in the Old Testament, the temple was a physical building and it was a dwelling place for God. God dwelt in the temple because it was a place that was holy and pure, and everything that entered into the temple had to be clean and purified. Which is why they misunderstood when he was talking about the being re- like rebuilding the temple in three days because for us as believers in jesus yeshua It parallels in 1 Corinthians 6 where it says that we were bought at a price. We were bought with Jesus' body, his temple. His temple was destroyed and then it rose again in those three days so that our bodies, which are temples, could receive the Holy Spirit from God to dwell within us. So we go from this Old Testament covenant where God is dwelling in this temple where everything that enters has to be holy and or purified and clean to the new covenant in the new testament because as believers in Jesus Yeshua when we accept Jesus we are cleansed by what Jesus did and by having his temple which was his body destroyed and rising in those three days which conquered all it conquered sin and conquered death We have been made clean so that the Holy Spirit from God can dwell within us. We, our bodies, become a temple, a dwelling place for the Most High, a dwelling place for the Holy Spirit. Once we give our lives to Jesus and we invite the Holy Spirit to come and live inside of us, our bodies are literally no longer ours. They're not our own because we invite the Holy Spirit to come inside and dwell within us to lead us and to guide us to do God's will every single day. When I was reading this scripture this morning, it just, it like, I knew all of this, but it hit me in a new way to be able to read the scripture and see, oh, I know where that is in the other passage and just see the parallels between it. And something else that kind of caught me was the fact in 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. Um, let's see. Where is it? It says you are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. It brought to mind the scripture verse in Galatians 2:20, and in Galatians 2:20 it says, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body. I live by faith in the son of God, who is Jesus, who loved me and gave himself for me. When we give our lives to Christ, just as Jesus was crucified on the cross and his temple, his body was put to death, so are we to crucify our old selves, our old lives, our sinful selves, which were like literally we were going to hell for spiritual death and now we have spiritual life. We are born again. So the desires of our hearts that we once had are changed or the desires that we once had that God has healed us from that the enemy is trying to bring back that we, has, that we have once crucified but the enemy is trying to put back into our lives we have to re-crucify that because we have to put to death everything that is not from the Lord everything that is not from the Holy Spirit Because if our bodies are temples, we have to be holy. We have to be pure. We have to be clean. And we are cleansed and covered by the blood of Jesus, which has made us righteous. And it's just something that is so beautiful. And when I was reading this passage, it was just pointing out to me all these scripture verses and how they align. And something that was really sticking out to me was how a lot of times people say, oh, well, God must have given me this desire because why would God... Put this desire in my heart, but then tell me it's a sin and not want me to be happy. And this was something that was really poking at my mind when I was reading this scripture, because I hear that a lot. And why would God give me this desire if it's not going to let me, if he's going to tell me I can't have it and then I'm not going to be happy. And the thing is, is that one, God never says this life is going to be easy. And he says that if we follow him, it's going to be hard because like the scripture verse says, we have to literally crucify our old selves. We have to put to death our sinful desires. And in our eyes, they may not be sinful, which is something the Holy Spirit has to work on inside of you. But if you look at scripture and you look at the word, which the word is literally breathed and breathed out from Jesus, from the Holy Spirit, from God... If you look at scripture and if it doesn't align with what his word says, and if it goes against what the Bible says, then those are desires that the enemy has put into your heart, that the enemy has put into your life. And so God is telling us that we have to crucify, we have to put to death those things because our body is a holy temple that the Holy Spirit dwells inside when we become believers. And so I just kind of wanted to mention that because I really feel like In today's day and age, and especially with my generation, Generation Z, I really feel like we're so involved with, oh, I always have to be happy, and God's not good if I'm not happy. But when we accept God and we accept Jesus into our lives and we build a relationship with him, we start to realize that our hearts will no longer desire the things of this world. Because God says that, yes, we can live in this world, but we are not to be of the world. And a lot of times my generation is really seeking to fit in and really seeking to be exactly like everybody else, to be exactly like the world. When we are called to be set apart, we are called to be holy. We are called to be the light of the world. And so that's something that I've really just felt called to mention because a lot of times people get confused with this and they get mad at God because they're like, okay, well, I don't like this. This is too hard, but In reality, yes, it is hard, but God has called us to something greater. God has called us to something better. And in the lifestyle, before we become believers, we're literally going to spiritual death. We have spiritual death. And now we have spiritual life. And it's something that's so beautiful to see how your life has changed. And yes, it's hard because the enemy is going to come at you. But that's why we have the power of the Holy Spirit living inside of us because it says in James that if we submit ourselves to God and resist the devil, he has no choice but to flee. And so if we submit ourselves to the truth and we submit ourselves to God and what he says and his character and who he says we are and how we are to live our lives, then there is life and there is freedom. But if we submit ourselves to the enemy and to his lies, and we submit ourselves into worldly ways and living the way the enemy wants us to live, then we can become trapped in this bondage and in these chains that the enemy wants to hold over us. So I want to encourage you with this Your body is a temple that the Holy Spirit dwells in. Treat it as such. And if there's something in your life that is sinful, And there's these desires that you have in your heart that don't align with scripture. Then bring it to the father. He literally wants to hear from you. He wants to be in conversation with you. Not just a conversation where you come to God and you give him a list of all of your wants and a list of all your needs. He wants to have a relationship with you where you can tell him how you're feeling. You can tell him what's going on. You can tell him things that you may need, but also praise him for the things that he has done. Praise him for who he is. And so if you come to God and you ask for direction, you ask for these chains to fall, you ask for new sight to have blinders taken off of your eyes, pray scripture over yourself, God will do so much. He will do so much. Chains will fall. And I proclaim that in the name of Jesus. Chains will fall and they will break. So I just pray that we both would continue to work on being that light in the darkness. That we continue to work on not living like the world. Not being of the world while having to live inside of it. And so I just pray that we would be that light, that we'd be that difference, that we'd be that change, that we would be the hands and feet and the mouthpiece of God. The Holy Spirit would speak through each of us. I pray all these things in Jesus Yeshua HaMashiach's name. Amen. Well, you guys, if you made it to the end of this podcast, thank you so much for listening all the way through. I really just pray that the Holy Spirit spoke and that he helped reveal this scripture in a new way, in a new intimate way with you, like he did with me, that it would touch you in a new way and that you'd be able to take this and be encouraged and go throughout your day and be in that light of the world. I love you guys. And I'm praying over every single one of you who listened to this podcast episode. I pray that you guys know that you are so loved and you are so valued and you are so cherished. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast episode. It really means a lot to me. I pray that it impacted you in some way and just that this week you'd go before the Lord in his presence and spend time with him in the secret place. If you would like to follow the secret place podcast on Instagram, the Instagram handle is the secret place underscore podcast. Thanks again, you guys. And I just pray that you know that you are so loved, cherished, and valued.